once again greetings in Jesus name and I trust that you are really enjoying walking with God and your life is being enriched and enlarged by the presence of the Holy Spirit whom we want to continue to talk about in the second session and I'm going to ask you to read in your Bibles with me from Luke chapter 4 uh, Jesus quoting uh, the book of Isaiah and uh, he says this in chapter 4 verses 14 uh, to 21 I'm going to read those few scriptures he says Jesus returned to Galilee in the spirit, in the power of the spirit. Now he was led by the spirit and he was full of the spirit, led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tested and tempted by the devil. But now he returns to Galilee. It's no longer just full with the spirit, but in the power of the spirit. So Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the spirit and news about him spread throughout the whole countryside. He taught in their synagogues and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth where he had been brought up and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue as was his custom. <clears throat> as he stood up to read, the, the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, and listen to this now, the Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me so Jesus is the anointed one. The Holy Spirit is the anointing. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to do certain things. One, to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to pray, proclaim freedom for prisoner, the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to release the oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendants and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him and he began by saying to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. That must have caused a what? Shock, shockwaves, <clears throat> as he claimed to be the fulfilment of this prophecy from Isaiah. So, Jesus is the anointed one and the Holy Spirit is the anointing. And he tells us that the anointing helps us to preach the good news of the gospel. It also equips us to proclaim freedom and recovery. And that is has to do with revelation when people understand, wow, this is what God has for me. To release the oppressed and to proclaim the Lord's favor, his grace and his favor. Now, this morning I'm going to try to touch something that I think is, is very, very, in a sense, controversial. But And I'm going back to what I said at the beginning of that first session. No one has a handle on the Holy Spirit. Just we're doing the, our best to to help people to understand something of what the Spirit of God has taught us ourselves. And we know there's so much more that we don't understand. So I want to talk about the six dimensions that I see in Scripture related to the realm of God's presence, or six expressions. And I think we so often limit the Holy Spirit to just one or two things, power or speaking in tongues, but there's so much more, and I hope that in the reading those scriptures that we, I gave to you in that first session, that you're seeing that. He's a person. He can be grieved, and he, 
and, and we never even had a chance to, to really touch the fact that he, he's more than just a power, he's a person. He can be loved and grieved and uh, resisted, etc., etc. But I want to talk a little bit about these six dimensions, as I call them, of the Holy Spirit's, of God's presence. First of all, there's the omnipotence, omnipresence of God. The omnipresence of God is that God is everywhere. You can go into heaven, wherever you go, the Holy Spirit's there. God is there by His Spirit, everywhere present, and that is a permanent thing. It will not change. Nothing can shake that. Nothing can stop that. That's permanent. God is everywhere. But then there's also another dimension of the, or, or expression or realm of the Holy Spirit's presence, and that is the indwelling presence, Him living in us from the day we're born again. If any man has not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So when we're born again, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. And so when, you, when Christ comes in and we invite Him to take over our lives, He comes in to live inside of us by His Spirit. And that is permanent. He comes in and He stays there. Uh, and while we're trusting Him, he, he lives within us. As we cooperate with Him, while we exp uh, release faith, uh, have expectation, uh, and experience the good uh, things of God, He stays within us as a permanent dwelling. And then there's the third expression, the manifest presence of God. And that is a temporal that's not permanent. He comes and goes in terms of manifestation. And uh, there can be the manifestation like you see of on some of the Old Testament prophets when the Spirit of God came upon them, they prophesied. Even Saul, King Saul prophesied, David prophesied. And uh, so many, so right throughout the Word of God, Old and New Testament, you see the manifested presence of God. You see when the Spirit came down in a cloud of glory, um, filled, the presence, filled the temple, and people could not minister, uh, minister because of his presence. So it's temporal. It's the Spirit of God coming and manifesting himself in special ways when it, that it's needed for those special times and special tasks. I hope you understand that. And then there's what I call the awareness presence of God. And that's a cultivated where you and I become more aware of the presence of God. And uh, I think it was um, Andrew Murray, Dr. Andrew Murray was walking across the street in Cape Town once at, at some stage. And one of the policemen was, who was directing some of the traffic saw him step off the pavement when it was his time to move. And as he stepped off the pavement, as in not the road, but where you walk, the, the sidewalk for those in America, uh, as he stepped off the sidewalk or, or the pavement, he stumbled and the policeman ran up to grab him and he, and he said, are you okay, Mr. Mr. Murray? And, and, he, and, and he said, Yes, he said, just for a moment, I lost the conscious presence of God. And that's what I'm saying. We need to cultivate our, our, our sense of the awareness of the presence of God. So few people uh, preach on that. But that's so essential. God wants us to be aware of his presence more and more and more. Um, like Exodus 33, 11 said, when, when Moses said, except your presence goes with me. And God says, my presence will go with you. So 
We want to cultivate that. Then there's the what I call the office or ministry presence. In other words, where his authority is released through us being in the office and the calling that he has for our lives. There's an, there's an office anointing upon um, pastors, leaders. Uh, you see, the anointing breaks the yoke. And there's so many people in leadership that, don't, that are not in, that's not the call and office of God for their lives. And there's no anointing. They're just nice people and they, they love the flock and they, they're faithful, but they don't have any of that anointing for breaking the yoke of bondage, bringing freedom to God's people. And so there's that office. There's an office of the evangelist. There's an office of the pastor. There's the office of the apostle and the prophet and the teacher, etc. These fivefold ministries, each one of them has an anointing for that office. Um, Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12 too, the things that mark an apostle, signs, wonders and miracles, the supernatural breaking of yokes were done with great per perseverance. And then moving on quickly because of time, there's also the environmental anointing. What do I mean by that? Well, in Mark chapter 2 verse 5, in Luke chapter 5 verse 17, in Luke chapter 6 verse 19, you'll see that on, on, in some of those scriptures it will say that he could not do many mighty works there because of the unbelief. Now that's negative anointing. There was a sense of an atmospheric thing that was going on there that hindered Christ working. But there were other uh, uh, scriptures there that say that the presence of the Lord was there. Now wherever Jesus went, the presence of the Lord was. But there seemed to be that in certain places there was a a different environmental presence where he could do mighty many mighty works there. If you read those things in um, Luke chapter 5, 17, Luke chapter 6, verse 19, and Mark chapter 2, verse 5, and the, uh, the other uh, negative anointing of corporate unbelief you read of in Mark 6, 5 and 6, and Matthew 13, verse 58. And so those are some of the things that I believe we need to understand about the dimensions of the of the, the presence of God's uh, the, of God in, through His Holy Spirit. Now, I want to ask you in Jesus' name: How much are you enjoying of the Holy Spirit? He brings joy by the Holy Spirit. He brings revelation. He brings emancipation and freedom. He brings power. He comes as a person. He's the spirit, the spirit of promise, as, as Luke 24 tells us. Wait, tarry in Jerusalem till for the promise of the Father. Now, <clears throat> God makes his spirit available to all. And I want to finish off with this remember, reminding you of what Jesus, Jesus said, that if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? How much more? Now, I know as a father, I've got three sons. And anything within my power to help them, I will do. Anything. But my power is limited. But when my sons are in trouble, their wives, my grandchildren, whatever I can do to help them, I want to do within my power. 
And God says, if you like that, Dudley, or whatever your name is, if you like that towards your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? And then in another gospel, he says, and give good gifts to them that ask. So I'm asking you to go with faith in your heart. Read the Word of God with faith in your heart. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. I want to read a little something to you that I, I, I pray most every day. And I'm turning just so I can see this because it's written on, my, on my, uh, one of my walls here. And it's found in Psalm 143, verse 8 through to 11. And I want to just ask you to have a look at it for yourself, morning after morning for a while. It says this, Psalm 143, verses 8 through to 11. Let the morning bring me, this is my prayer to the Lord, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I've put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. Rescue me from my enemies, O Lord, o Lord for I hide myself in you. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. For your name's sake, O Lord, preserve my life, and in your righteousness bring me out of trouble. Wonderful, wonderful words. Can I ask you, in the name of the Lord Jesus, to trust him every day, pray that prayer, but mean it, and say, Holy Spirit, help me. When I come to the Word of God, I say, Father, this is your Word. Help me to hear your voice in your Word. Let your good Spirit teach me. Take me on an adventure. Help me to see that your Word is an adventure. You, my Father, speaking to me by the Spirit of God through the Word of God. And may Jesus be glorified in what you show me and through my life. Help me to see him in the Scriptures. Jesus, Holy Spirit, Help me, only you can do that. You're the spirit of revelation. And I pray that your revelation will bring impartation that results in transformation and me being participating in all that you have for me, for my part in the body of Christ, in serving you till I see you one day and hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter in to the joy of the Lord. May God bless you. And thank you once again, Father. You are such a good God. For Jesus, I give you thanks. For the Holy Spirit, I give you thanks. That you are the triune God, my God. Our God. And what I pray for me, I pray for them that listen. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And may Jesus be glorified. For you, Holy Spirit, will always glorify Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Blessings on you.